just a short stop on the way to Valhalla. So make sure you all have your cult affairs in order because it's 2 a.m. and the man is smiling. Hey, don't get lost in the sauce and tuck it in, baby. It's a snake dick kind of episode of That Strange Show. Also, we hope you had time to tap into our last episode. If not, make sure you go check that out after you listen to this one. And let's not forget this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Get deadly.com. Grab a bag. Tonight, I got Kevin with me here from Hi. the Wicked Horror Show. Say what's up to the people. What's up to the people? Hey. Yeah. So me and Kevin are going to hopefully uh, crash land this ship. In about yes. Yeah. <laughs> no first. Right into a bag. A deadly grounds. A deadly grounds coffee. Toasty. Uh, how you been, man? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. doing. I've, uh, I've, you know, had some fun, some experiences, and uh, yeah, some things. Uh, before yeah. we started recording, you said I still can't feel my butt. So, uh, well, not my, it's not my butt. <laughs> I can't feel my fingertips, and I can't feel my feet. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, had a little bit of a medical issue, and I was in the hospital for a good five days, and. I'm still recovering from that. I have an appointment uh, later on in July, and I'll find out what's up. Good times, but uh, I'm—I Def- feel a little better. Well, that's good. Yeah, definitely good because uh, you gave us a scare here. Uh, gave me a scare as well. <laughs> I'm so scared. For sure, you got scared. Then, then, you got scared first. I got scared, and then after I was out, Leo was hospitalized. Yeah, so from the dorkening, and so it's like Jesus Christ! Like we're cousins, by the way. So yeah. it's like it's all in the family. All in the um, family. Yeah, it, it was. It was to the point too where like I, I legit was. Uh, normally, I'm a panicky Pete. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a, I panic a lot, and I was completely fine this whole time. Don't my biggest concern was right before I went in the day before I went into the hospital, I bought a new car. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder if my wife can return the car. And I'm like, well, it's a good thing I added her to my life insurance and all this other stuff. I was like totally thinking, like, well, if I go, she's got a new car, money's coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, but I was I was like, all right, all right okay. I felt yeah, comfortable yeah, with that. Yeah. And, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. can you guys take this car back because with these hands that I can't feel nothing with? I I've been driving. driving. I, I can tell you because my palms are super sensitive, even though my fingertips are numb. So, like, I get in the car and everything's fine. I'll grab the steering wheel. I'm like, ah, god damn it! If it's even a little hot, it's it's horrible. But uh, but yeah. Uh, so well, I mean, but, I'm glad that we can joke about it, and oh, you're totally. getting better and all totally. that shit. So so recovering from that, and and also just other things in life. Like I don't know if you you know I went up to New York. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so let's talk about that. Yeah, because yeah. I did see so you. Our, you posted yeah. some uh, cool BTS shots of you uh, done up. So, yeah, tell the people yeah. what you've been doing. So, um, for those uh, that listen to other shows on the network, or, you know, maybe you're a fan of them anyways, but uh, Talking with the Dead, they have a show. Uh, they have a comic book, Talking with the Dead. And um, they uh, they have a show on the network called Still Talking With. Yep. And um, they're, they're doing a series based off their comic book. Uh, it's, even though they're local in mass, they're... Uh, filming it up in new york at bill diamond studios and shout so out, shout out just just like i mean they asked me to do it and i was like yeah and then when they told me it was at bill diamond studios i'm like yes yeah, yeah, like yeah. when because bill diamond's got a huge career like yeah. he's, he was 
a close friend of Jim Henson for a very long time, yep. and he built a lot of the puppets. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. He's worked on uh, on many things. I was going through his his production studio, and they, they have storage there for other things as well. And it was like these big, you know, things wrapped up in plastic. And one of them said Madonna. Wow. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's her stage from her last tour. Wow. And like, they have like just random stuff like that. They have like screen used stuff from like other movies and. And I don't know. There's just a lot to know about that guy, and he's so yeah. humble. He doesn't brag about it or anything. No, know? he didn't. He seems like a down to earth type of dude. Yeah. yeah, and he was right in there with us, like while we were filming. Like he had a steady cam on, and he was like right in my face a lot of times. He was directing, so um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, so it was a good experience. I got to be a zombie for a day. Yeah, you and, look um, you look fucking dope, dude. Yeah, I'm still getting paint off of. <laughs> still inside my ears so uh are but, you sure uh, you're not... supposed to paint my yeah yeah it's like For yeah real. we got to get the taint bro yeah. we're gonna put like tons of latex on it too so the um yeah the, the make us makeup artist i mean th- that's the thing is like the style even the style of the zombie in this are very bill bill diamond style yeah, like, yeah. they look like his style which i think is awesome it's a, it's a diff- it's a t- like totally different like almost neon looking like zombie um, yeah, if you want to take a look at it, uh, it's on your Instagram, right? A knuckle. Yep. A knuckle on Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a really good time. Um, for the amount of time that we were filming, I, I want to say I got there at ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, like t- just about ten o'clock in the morning, and we we actually I got into makeup. Like they were working on me for a while. We didn't actually get out to the location until I would say probably like three o'clock in the afternoon oh wow and we were out there for about three hours um just, and then we came just back slow, slowly walking around were you a fast zombie or a no i was slow it, it was uh we, we we went to a location that uh it's actually a public park a very nice public park okay. um but very nice public park with ticks um Ooh. and i yeah i had to be kind of you know hovering around one area and then I had to spot them and kind of stalk them a bit. And then uh, when the, I when I the, get taken out I, with with the the oh the people know, okay I thought you were saying that you were no, stalking and keeping I, the I got, ticks at bay. When, when I got taken out, um, I had to lay down face first, um, and my head was right near some very tall grass. And I did find a tick on me later on, but it wasn't it was walking on me. It didn't bite me. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. It was really cool. I, I I guess I'm gonna have to go up again in a couple months to. Hey, take me with you though. So I could play a big like waterlogged, bloated, <laughs> bloated zombie. But, like I mentioned, he in you know he and Ben saw that you posted on my or you commented to be like, oh, you know, yeah, be you next. Know. Yeah, and um and he was yeah. I mean, it's something that I I think may be able to be done. And and let me just tell you, when you get there. Um, first thing that happens is Bill Diamond gives you a tour of the studio. So oh, I'm I'm all for that, dude. Because you dude, know me, dude. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, it's, you know me. I, I, I message Leo and I'm like, I want to live here, uh, and I'm like, you're gonna love this place. He's just in his in his office. It's just like all Universal Classic Monster stuff and like like personal stuff, like yeah. stuff because he knows the families of all these people. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't know. It, yeah. If you if you guys don't know who we're talking about, check him out, Bill Diamond. Yeah, Bill Diamond Productions on Facebook, and uh, um, I'll definitely check out here. the uh, the Token dudes. Still yeah, token. token with the Dead. 
yeah, uh, Token with the Dead, um, it's on Vimeo. Uh, you can rent it or buy it. Only yeah. episode one is out now. I think that it's going to be a slow go at it. I think he was saying that they're going to release an episode every six months. Okay. And they're going to put them out on DVD. And so, like, the, the picture that I posted, like, there's, like, a high-quality photo. Oh, it's fucking that, bananas, dude. I was like, yeah. holy fuck. That was this dude that works for, I want to say, NBC. Yeah. Um, and he was doing like second unit or he was like co-producing co-directing yeah and uh, he he was doing sit-down interviews with uh, the cast so it's gonna for special features on the dvd oh there you go so, yeah so they interviewed me and uh, so it's gonna I have made, it's gonna be multi-layered yeah i made him laugh a bunch so that was fun uh yeah and it sounds like you needed that too yeah yeah the totally whole ordeal and all that and yeah. being yeah. cooped up for a year you know yeah I, yeah, I agree 100. percent And let me tell you right now, I did not see one mask in New York. <laughs> nah, dude, COVID's over, bro. Anita Dick and I are concerned that our little dicks have been bitten by the good time bug. COVID went home. I, I, I've been wearing. I, I went out today, and I was. I wore a mask everywhere I went. Yeah. For me too. I'm still recovering from Guillain Barre yeah. syndrome, so it's yeah. like I want to. I don't even want to get a cold right now. Like. No, you can't. Afford, I don't think you could. Like, survive it? Yeah. <laughs> not, no, I, I wasn't going, going that morbid. Yeah, yeah you, I can't, you can't, you know, you look like fucking good winner not gas. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, all the mandates are done. COVID never existed. 2020 was just a pause. And yeah, now they, uh, they just yelled psych. And then, uh, psych, bitch. <laughs> Um, have you heard of a show called Sweet Tooth at all? Yes. And, uh, yeah. it's a graphic, uh, comic book, uh, novel. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it's, um, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix right now. And I, I was thinking you were, when you said Sweet Tooth before, I was thinking of something else, but yeah, I've watched Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah. It's okay. like in a, in a, in a high-rise apartment building, right? Uh, no. Okay, I'm thinking of something else. Then. <laughs> it's, uh... Little kid is, uh, he's a half deer, half human. All right. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking of the first time. I, I thought it was a movie. Yeah, no, it was. Uh... <laughs> I am horrible. Why it, did you ask me? It's sweet. Well, I mean, no, because uh, we covered uh, the, the trailer a couple episodes back, and uh, it finally dropped. Uh, I killed it. It's like, you know, eight, eight or nine episodes or whatever. So, and they're like 45 minutes to an hour each. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, me and the. My oldest and my, well, everybody here, we killed it. Um, but I, so I recommend it if you haven't watched it because, so, um, yeah. it does, it did like what I expressed when we watched the, the trailer, when knowing a little bit about the comic book background was, um, you know, that it's, it gets very dark and they kept that in the show. Uh, there were some, uh, heart wrenching moments. Um, and that's as far as I'll go. But when they finished, it is. It looks like it's slated for a season two because nice. of uh, how it ended. So, but uh, yeah, Netflix. So if you got that, throw that on right now. Um, now, is it um, is it like English or is it? Yeah, yeah it's English. Uh, okay, it's got uh, what's his name? The show that it? I was thinking of is actually like a, a Japanese show. That oh, you talking uh, about? Uh, Oh yeah, that show was fucking dope. It was crazy. Yeah, it was that, crazy. I forgot. What it was. It's so crazy. We none of us remember the name. Yeah, no, but Sweet Tooth. Uh, it's got uh, 
It's uh, Team Downey, uh, but it's got uh, Will Forte. Oh, nice. James Brolin is the narrator. We got uh, Christian Convery as Gus, uh, the kid. And Nanzo Anazi, who plays Tommy. But, yeah, no, it was it was crazy. I liked it a lot. It was very, like I said, it was very dark. Um, nice. Yeah, the show you were talking about, I remember it was the, with the hybrids and the monsters outside. Yeah, yeah that show yeah. was cool. That was um, awesome. It wasn't called Death Note, everybody. It was called... Yeah, I'm, I don't know why I'm forgetting it, but it was really good. I, yeah. I binged that in a couple days, too. Yeah, I did that, too. Um, um, have you seen Vivarium at all? No. Yeah, the Jace, Jesse Eisenberg movie. That shit was fucking weird. Um, really? But it's old, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I just uh, ended up like on a whim throwing it on for background noise. And then How I... old were you old? Uh, probably like if I had to guess, like three three years ago, maybe. Let me see. Okay. Very... I was actually gonna bring up. I started watching a movie that sounded very interesting to me. Um, I I had to shut it off because uh, I was falling asleep, not because it was bad. It was because I was tired. Yeah. Um, it's called Dave Made a Maze. Dave Made a Maze. Is that yeah. the one with the like construction paper fucking bullshit? It's uh, he's an artist who. He makes a maze in his living room out of cardboard. Yes. And it ends up being like, it looks like a little tiny maze. Like, why don't we just pick it up? And he's like, no, 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 don't. Yeah, and yeah. like, and you go inside and it's gigantic and it's like big monsters made out of cardboard and everything. Um, I, I, I know the movie, never saw it, but. Uh, it's got Nick, Nick Thune uh, is like the, the star of it. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple other people in it. So uh, was it James? Oh, your are you Yeah. He's a, he's the voice of Dr. Venture and Venture Brothers. That's yeah. all I can think about. And then there's one other guy I'm sure you don't care about. His name is Scott uh, Navarer. Um, and I, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, how do I know that guy? And it's because I've paid to see him play bass multiple times. He's the bass player of OK Go. So Scott this who? Is, uh, N-A-R-V-E-R. Okay. Yeah, he's the bass player in OK Go. And I've talked to him a couple times. He's, he oh. was very nice. I saw them, like, before... I'm not going to be a hipster, but okay, go because they're not really anything right now. But um, okay, but go. I, I saw them. Yeah, I, I saw them. Uh, they they had opened for They Might Be Giants. Um, okay, years ago. So it was before they had an album out or anything. Yeah, one of those yeah. bands. Whatever. I keep thinking Kings of Leon. Which one was? Which one's the? Is okay, go the band that had like all those crazy music videos that they treadmill. Yeah, and like it was like one I shot. Think biggest song was a song like "They're She's So Damn Hot" or something like that. I don't know. I keep yeah. I confuse them with Kings of Leon. The fuck yeah, completely different. This yeah. place is on fire. Anyway, but that's not the same band at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I know this and I still do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I def- I'm gonna put that on the list because I remember you know uh when I it's saw a, that years on, ago that it it looks cool it looked cool. Yeah, it's on Tubi right now. Um yeah, that, five, oh, I uh, think there was like in the trailer I remember like someone got cut and it was like he made yeah, it was like, all streams. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. She was like, what? She's dead? This is my best yarn. Yeah. Like, are you sure she's dead? Like, her head fell off. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's funny. pretty. It was pretty entertaining. Um, but yeah, it, it's. I, I. I don't know how I came across it. Like I. I heard someone mention it. I'm like, is that something about building a maze? I'm like, what is that? And I look it up. I'm like, I want to watch this. They've made a maze. Have you heard of this? A euthanasia coaster? Is it real? I don't know, but he's got schematics here. Off the ass. Surprise! Oof. A man-made euthanasia coaster. So it says uh, the Imagine ride was dreamt up in 2010. By designer Julianas Urbonas from Lithuania, uh, who, who built it uh, as a hypothetical death machine in the form of a roller coaster, engineered to humanely, with elegance and euphoria, take the life of a human being. Uh, so it says here uh, you can only ride the coaster once, though. No so, complaints. Yeah, it's capable of holding up to 24 passengers. Once they're all on board, there's a slow ascent to the top which is 510 meters in the air. Uh, and then that's just a little bit smaller than the tallest building in America. Once they're at the top, it gives everyone the decision to stop and go back down safely. After that, everyone has to manually press a button to start the ride. Then it falls at a speed of 223 miles per hour and goes through seven loops that keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Uh, according to her bonus, he's an artist, designer, researcher, and engineer. Uh, he explains. A murderer. Don't forget he's a murderer. <laughs> he's a murderer. Humane murderer. Yeah. Uh, so he says, he explains, riding the coaster's track, the rider is subjected to a series of intensive motion elements that induce various unique experiences from euphoria to thrill and from tunnel vision to loss of consciousness and eventually death. Uh, it says here the project, uh, which was awarded the public prize of new technological art of update in, back in 2013, uh, has become a unique media phenomenon since uh, 2010. Our bonus explains that the riders are slowly towed to the top of the drop tower, which takes a while as the ride is about a uh, half a kilometer long. In turn, people giving the time to contemplate their decision. It continues, you should relax and press the fall button. We're swish the ultimate surrender to gravity. No, you realize. In fact, it is even greater than just giving up as in the blink of an eye. You enter the heart line, the whirling element of the coaster track where your heart stays roughly in line with the center of the fall trajectory. In other words, your body spins around your heart while you fall. Gravitational choreography. The track then straightens as riders enter the roller coaster's several loop, during which time their, bo their, their body becomes immobilized and their faces start to droop down and breathing requires more effort. But most probably by this point you're already unconscious as this force rushes the blood to the lower extremities of the body, thereby causing oxygen deficiency in the brain, Arbona says. It is exactly this cerebral suffocation, also known as cerebral hypoxia, that is going to kill you, he explains, concluding. The rest of the ride proceeds with your body being numb, ensuring that the trip ends your life. You die, or more accurately put, your brain dies of complete oxygen deprivation, the legal indicator of death in many jurisdictions. So, 
it says here the biomonitoring suit that you put on before uh, you ride uh, double checks to see if there is a need for a second round, which is extremely unlikely as the result is guaranteed by sevenfold repetition. Hmm. Skipped over a couple of the uh, experiences like uh, vomiting and diarrhea. It's got to be in there somewhere. That's probably. Because yes. I'm telling you right now, I would just shit everywhere. It's it's crazy. Like this isn't a real thing, but just the fact that this can be there's schematics for it. There's the schematics for it. And he's won awards. For, yeah. For, for yeah. 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 Where'd um, it go? Man? You made some death machine. Yeah. Where'd it go? Yeah. So, uh, but I thought that that was cool of the the sense of like, you know, because everybody likes roller coasters. The thrill of like. That's not true. <laughs> I like roller coasters. I hate roller coasters. Hence my vomiting and diarrhea. Oh, all right. Um, but yeah, no. So I and just the innovation, I guess, of you know thinking of uh, ways that you know, because I mean, I guess yeah, if you passed out, like have you seen people when they do the that bungee cord shit when they're sitting down and then they get to a certain mm-hmm. point and they're like, Ooh, and then they just like it looks like they're faking passing out. But they're actually and you just start yelling again. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm thinking that that's like that force he's saying that you have to hit where you're like it becomes hard for you to breathe and all that stuff. So but I thought it was cool. You know what's not cool? What? A man finds out the hard way that you shouldn't tumble dry your dildos. And what? That's, and that's where I'm going to leave it. There's just look it up. Uh, tumble know. dry your dildo. Uh, there's a guy with some shriveled up dildos that uh, he put in. Uh, I, I don't know the story. I'm just going by the pictures and the headline, and that's wrong. Is it just him with a sad face holding a bunch of shriveled up dildos? Like, uh, oh. It's just his hands, and it looks like, yeah, like shitty dildos. <laughs> oh, man. They just look so sad. Hmm. Uh, so it says, uh, he said, I felt silly when I saw it, but I thought, oh, well, I have more. Uh, <laughs> no, well, I have more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe take uh, out the, uh, the next month's stash. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. So don't tumble dry your dildos and any good of that shit. Yeah, good to know. Uh, <laughs> maybe it was this guy, the New York City Council candidate caught with the dominatrix. Did you? Yeah, I guess someone leaked uh, a video of him getting beat BDSM style, which nice. was great. That's fucked up that someone leaked a the video. They're obviously doing it to try to, you know. No, they're blackmailing him for sure. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, it's a council candidate. Um, yeah. But yeah, so don't tumble dry your, your fucking dildos and don't get caught. Especially, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you got a video out there. John Paragon has passed away. Uh, uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark Rider. Might know him from some other stuff. Pee-wee's, uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yes. He was Jombie. Mecca yes. like a high, Mecca heiny ho. Heiny. Mecca heiny ho, bro. And he was also, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, on um, in Seinfeld, uh, I think one really? episode. Yeah, I think he was uh, the other dude. You know the, the AIDS ribbon episode? 
I've never watched Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Well, he was on there. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, people. Um, I, I won't correct you because I, I, I refuse to watch Seinfeld. What? Yeah, I refuse. I've, right. I've attempted, and I don't find him funny. What's the deal with What's the deal with that? I don't know. I don't think he's funny. Like I, I know it's not. He didn't write the show, but it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him stand up. I seem. I seem to stand up, and he wasn't funny. Uh, you actually went to see him. Okay. He so was you... part of my uh, my friend Jeff's bachelor party um, at Foxwoods. We went to see Seinfeld, and Tom Papa opened, and Tom Papa was awesome. And then I did not laugh once during Seinfeld's set. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I mean, this guy was pretty funny. Uh, he uh, was part of the the Groundlings. Do you remember that group? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rubens. Yeah. Phil. When I, yeah. When I when I did the uh, the uh, moderated the panel for Elvira a few years back, she talked about the Groundlings a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. Um, Paul Rubens was there, Phil Hartman, and uh, Cassandra Peterson. There you go. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, shout out to him. R.I.P. Christmas uh, Peavis Playhouse. Uh, he was also in Cheech and Chong's next movie. Hmm. And uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Yeah, and Seinfeld. See, so I was right. Nice. So, yeah, go uh, watch some of those, you know, episodes so you can uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of posts right now. Like, uh, there's besides Elvira, there's a lot of people posting about him. Yeah. So obviously, he uh, he was well liked in the industry. You know. Uh, you know who else is well liked in the industry? Me. Foo Fighters, bro. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, did you see this? That they're going to be releasing a disco album as the DGs. <laughs> click, I didn't click on the article, man, so you can see the. I think it'll be great. Um, That's what I said. As soon as I heard it, I was like, this could be amazing. Are you are you one of those people that... Yeah, nice. Are you one of those people, like, do you respect Dave Grohl? I do. I, I do. I To me, Foo Fighters is one of the best rock and roll bands. I, I can tell you, like, I was not a Nirvana guy. Yeah. I think I've liked everything that the Foo Fighters have put out. Same. Same. I've seen, I, I went to see them with my wife years ago, and it was... An amazing show, yeah. amazing, and um, he um, he's just I don't know that he he produced a show I think it's on Peacock, um, but it's it's um, his mom wrote a book about, you know, famous people's moms. Yeah, his and mom's it, a teacher, right? I think, yeah. but um, yeah, she was a teacher, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, so it's a it's a documentary series based off of that. So it's Dave Grohl and his mom going around interviewing like Pharrell Williams mom and oh, stuff wow. like that. How's yeah, it, what's, cool. it, what's it like raising an, an icon for real? <laughs> it's for like, real. cause you said Pharrell Williams and I'm like, okay, well that's another fucking heavy hitter for real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what it is. So it talks like in a lot of it, it's about like, you know, support is there as you know, children and stuff like that. And you know, yeah, just, let, just like, let them do what they want to do. Right. Like trusting, like, them, trusting them to make good choices. And well, that's like that. that, you know, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, I have a, a almost 13 year old now, you know, he's got his interests and I, I usually try not to, you know, hinder, you know, if he wants, he wants me to help him acquire certain things. He wants to try, you know, nice. just to see if he likes it. I'm, I buy it. I, I'll spend the money and the time and, 
Yeah, know, that's because, awesome. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. be like, right now. I wish, uh, wish my parents would like that. You know, <laughs> like I want to, I want to get guitar. But when you know, I have guitars here, but you know, I went and got him his own little setup, yep. and he's been hacking away at it, but he likes it. So. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, support your fucking kids. Yeah. You know? Hurry up. So it says here, as the DGs, which is a nod to frontman Dave Grohl's initials. Okay, clever. Uh, the band will release an LP including four BGs covers, Hail Sa- Satin, or Satan. You know how. Yeah. Can, uh, so it says, Hail Satin. We'll see the Foos take on the Gibbs Brothers 1970s disco classics, Night Fever, uh, Tragedy, You Should Be Dancing, and More Than a Woman. Uh, it will be released on vinyl. Uh, for U.S. Record Store Day on July 17th. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Side one of the LP will also include their version of Andy Gibbs' Shadow Dancing, which spent seven weeks at number one in the U.S. in 1978. And then um, side two will feature five live versions of the songs from their last album, Medicine at Midnight. Nice. The U.S. group announced the news with a clip of Grohl attempting his best falsetto. Uh, I love Barry Gibbs. So let me, let's click on this. Let's see. That was good. He's like, oh, that's on a made nine. It's awesome. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Have you have you ever listened to the uh, Probot album? No. It's really good. It's no. he made it. It's uh he he like wrote all the songs and he just he just got his uh his heavy metal icons together and just okay. recorded an album like and there's like a hidden track with Jack Black doing vocals but like king diamond is in there and like it's it's a really good album i still listen to it to this day and it's 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 years old good stuff july 17th u.s record store day so go buy some records bring that buy an album i'm gonna have to buy a record player now i don't have a record player player. i need a goddamn record player i got a goddamn record i'm gonna tape a needle to a a paper cone and just spin it on a pencil or you can sign this petition urging uh, Jeff Bezos to buy and Record eat them. <laughs> no, he's there. There's a petition going around that uh, people want Jeff Bezos to buy, right, and then mm-hmm. eat the Mona Lisa. Why? Because he's got that kind of money, bro. He's got that fuck you, you money. That's just dumb, dude. I I I, I believe I firmly believe that uh, people as a whole, like as like a whole thing. You know, people, the thing, mm-hmm. uh, have lost their collective minds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, fucking eat the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Hurry up. You know what? Someone should sign the petition. You charge me for Prime, you eat the Mona Lisa. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> they should uh, get with the guy that designed the euthanasia coaster. For real. It's 24th per ride. Yeah, all the people that signed this posi- uh, petition, they wanted to take a little ride. <laughs> take a little ride. What you put on this suit here? Yeah. Well, this is fancy. Yeah, let's me know a little, your little ride. Let's me know your brain stopped breathing. <laughs> oh, what's that? And he just poof, takes off. Wait. All, all of the yes buttons are taped down, so yeah. they, they can't play. They can't yeah. hit no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. 
Have you heard of this uh, VHS 1994? Shutter presses play on VHS 94. The influential franchise is headed back to your televisions. Oh, what's that? So it says uh, 94 marks the return of the infamous found footage anthology with segments from franchise alumni Simon Barrett, Timo Tajanto, uh, in addition to acclaimed directors Jennifer Reeder, Ryan Prowse, and uh, Chloe Okuno. Slut. I wonder if that's that short slut. But uh, if it is, that's a great one. Just because she's not as tall and she is free with her body, then you don't have to call her a short slut. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> what the heck is that short slut? Is that the short slut? <laughs> uh, but it says Greg Anderson of the legendary drone metal band Sunno. Our son and Southern Lord Records founder will compose a film score. That's going to be fucking dope. In VHS 94, uh, after the discovery of a mysterious VHS tape, a brutish police SWAT team launched a high-intensity raid on a remote warehouse, only to discover a sinister cult compound. Uh, who Compound. Excuse me, compound. Compound. <laughs> Short slut, goddammit. Whose collection... God uh, whose collection of pre-recorded material uh, uncovers a nightmarish conspiracy. So they're probably going to do like, uh, what's the one with the house? Remember there was the, weren't the cops looking for people? And then there were. Uh, was that in the second one? I think it was either the second one or the. Was I that don't the, think I've seen the third. There's three, uh, three VHS. So there's VHS, oh. VHS 2, and VHS viral. Yeah, VHS no. 2 was the one uh, with the, with the. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, was the one in the house where the people mm. were. Uh, uh, well, let's see. Short <laughs> you know, it ended with the cop at the end, or, or the, some yeah. guy with a gun or some shit. Anyway, so it sounds like they're going to do kind of the same same deal where they uh, come into a room that's hooked up to monitors and shit. But mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm a fan of the the I'm a fan of anthologies altogether. If they're uh, done well, yeah. Yeah, I, but... Uh, I've only seen the two VHS. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't Viral. Seen, so, I mean, and I'm a fan of both of those. Yeah. So, so, I mean... Obviously not a big enough fan where I knew that three came out, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it's... Uh, yeah, it's coming to... Uh, yeah, Shudder. So, just be on the lookout for it. So I will be. I'm on Shudder uh, more than I'm on... A lot of other things. You know what I realized the other day? I was like, wow, they took off Fried Berry already. And then I realized that, like, you got to search for it mm. on the, like, the Fire Stick app. Yeah. So, like, I'm wondering how many movies there are on Shutter that I don't even know about because they're only showing you, like, the big poster, you know, yeah. featured or whatever. Well, yeah, well, you can you can browse by category. Um I know, but man, like you'll you'll come across a lot of stuff because the feature stuff is all the new stuff that that they've just added, um, which is good because it shows you the new stuff. But at the same time, too, there's a lot of just if you want to get into like foreign horror or something like that, there's you can really do a deep dive and find some really cool stuff. Yeah. All right, so I'll do. I'll try that. I'll try the uh, by uh, category, yeah, genre, category. genre. Yeah, show me all the movies with guys in it. Female-led cast in Hellraiser. You know that they're rebooting or whatever, reimagining the Hellraiser f- series, right? There's uh, one coming to Hulu. And there's also one coming to HBO Max. 
So it's going to be like a pick which one, uh, you know, who do you like better? You know, do you like... It's weird as they're doing that. Yeah, I don't get that either. Uh, but what I thought was hilarious was that people were losing their shit, you know, online when people were like, keep the goddamn woke culture out of horror and like all this other shit because they're like, Pinhead's not a wool man. <laughs> Pinhead does not have a vagina. And like, it's like, you obviously don't know the source material. Because um, Pinhead in the book is female. Hey, yo, what the fuck? So basically, they're going to they're gonna keep true, truer to the source material. Uh, so it says female lead cast in the Hellraiser reboot with gender-swapped pinhead. So that's what people are like, this is fucking bullshit. And uh, I wonder, I wonder if Doug Bradley put a wig on and went and auditioned for it. <laughs> Allow me to show you. <laughs> I have. He just turns around. Like, I have sights to show you. They're reinventing it, so uh, that's gonna be on. Yeah, like I said, I saw that it was gonna be on Hulu and HBO Max. So that's weird. I don't know if I like that. I think, because the thing is, HBO Max can get away with a lot more than Hulu can. Oh, yeah. So, so. obviously, they're going to win. Yeah. First episode is... <laughs> Welcome to hell. It's going to be like, fuck, oh, my God. Did you see they had, like, nine people hanging upside down? And I think that euthanasia roller coaster just crashed through the wall. <laughs> That's the end of the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking don't cry. Look out for that, I guess. And if you don't know, read out some uh read some of the Clive Barker books so you know what the fuck you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> or you're online getting called a fucking idiot. He never I, I, I seen all eight of them. He never he never even looked like a woman remotely. <laughs> Uh, all right. So speaking of woman, uh, the Conjuring and Saw filmmakers are developing new horror franchise, the La Laurie Mansion, which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Kathy Bates played uh, Madame La Laurie, right? Whatever. I don't even. It's like French it's from New Orleans. Or some American shit. American Horror Story. Yeah, American Horror Story. Right. Yeah, that would have been in. I, I think probably Coven. Maybe. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I exactly. don't remember. Exactly. What I don't remember. Uh, yes, Coven. It was. Uh, so it says La Lurie was actually already portrayed by Kathy Bates. Uh, so it says uh, they're doing uh, teaming up to develop that. And it says the Hayes brothers have written the screenplay for this movie. And Busman is set to direct. Uh, the La Lurie Mansion is an actual haunted location. And the plan is to shoot proportions of the film on site as well, even though public access has not been possible since 1932. Jeez. Wow. I want to go. Yeah. Uh, so it says here, uh, the house was made infamous by the resident, Madame Lalurie, a New Orleans socialite and serial killer who tortured and murdered numerous slaves there in the early 1800s. After her crimes were exposed following a house fire in 1834, she fled the city and was never arrested. She was gone. That bitch is still out there, isn't she? 
like cover of night. So um, I do remember that what they depicted in American Horror Story was bananas. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it's if in a movie which has a more free realm to push the envelope, yep, um, and they show some of that that uh, that horrific. Because uh, I mean, you could call it body horror. Because uh, you know she was cutting people apart. Yeah, uh, adding like, oh, yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh my god. So yeah, sure. so the Conjuring and Saw, which are already fucked up franchises as far as like pushing the envelope to uh, either scare you or show you how you know how you can separate your dick from your body with a fishing <laughs> line. <laughs> Uh yeah, so now they're gonna they're gonna go into the supernatural, Ooh. even for even further back to the supernatural. So, did you see the new Conjuring at all? I've I I really want to, yeah. But my wife won't let me watch it without her. Yeah, same here. So I'm, I'm waiting. I really want to watch it. Yeah, I'm waiting. I watched the new. I watched the new Saw. Uh, that's uh coming up. I'm gonna watch that uh probably tonight or tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to ruin anything for you? Like, no. well, not ruin anything, but like, give you my thoughts. Uh, was it was it good? I, I, I liked it. And was it an expansion of what they had already created? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. So it, it's I don't know. The, the one thing I was like really happy for is uh. I mean, I like Chris Rock, and yeah. I was really hoping that he was going to stink up the joint because he always does comedy. But good um, lord, that's a lot of money. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it more than I thought I was going to because I I saw a lot of hate online. Oh, of course. But, yeah, but that's just the way it is. You know? Everyone was comparing the new Conjuring to Saw, being like, "Oh, don't even bother with Saw. Just watch Conjuring." And then you have other people that were just bashing Conjuring. So. And I never even saw it, bro. Fuck that movie. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're going to tell me that uh, Jigsaw is a woman. Come on. No, she Jeez. was. She was. <laughs> she was. But she was. I could tell I you never saw a goddamn part two or three or four or nine of them. But yeah, it, it's got some good twists. Like, yeah. there's uh, there's there's some, some decent twists. Like, you go through the whole movie, like, trying to figure out who it is. Yeah, yeah. And like, you think... It really leads you in one direction. Then you kind of like, oh, I was wrong. It's this okay. person. No, nope, I was wrong. It oh. was not this person. Oh, yeah. so, uh, so multiple red herrings. Kind of, yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh... Sam Jackson's in it, so that's fun too. Motherfucker. Yeah, he plays Chris Rock's dad. Oh, it's his dad. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll have to, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out very, very, very soon. Uh, nice. Oh, you know what? You know a little, a little tidbit about the uh, the Lalouri. Also, it says here, um, uh, the building has had several owners over the years, one of them whom was actor Nicolas Cage. Oh, Jesus. So it says now the building is owned by Michael Whalen, a partner and collaborator with Pastor Horse, who was providing access. So, I mean, if they're getting, like, their paws and their lenses into, like, the actual fucking fiber... Where all this horrific shit happened, like, I mean, I'm a firm believer in energies, good yeah. and bad. So, like, we might get an actual like fucking 
found footage film out this bitch. Nope. <laughs> Unfortunately, everyone on set was killed, but yeah. hey, at least we saw a ghost go boom. Yeah. But yeah, so be on the lookout for that if you're a fan of those people or uh, that uh, that story. You know, not a fan, but you you know that story. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. History, history, history. Um, uh, speaking of history, uh, do you like Toxic Avenger at all? I I do. You do, right? So do uh-huh. I. Do you like uh, Elijah Wood? I actually do like Elijah Wood. <laughs> Me too. He's a nice guy. He looks like he would be a like a good friend. Yeah, I I was I stood a few feet away from him at the uh, opening of Rhode Island Comic Con a handful of years back, and I I was just like, you "This bastard. dude's dreaming." I'm like, "You're dreaming." Like he was the he did the ribbon cutting, and like I was like right in front, and um, he's just like smiling, looking at everybody. Like he was just, I was like, he seems super super cool. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he, he helped his little brother escape the fucking abusive stuff. Well, <laughs> a radio also, flyer. But he also, uh, I mean, if you think about it, he also, if you talk about horror remakes, he made my favorite horror remake, which I think is better than the original. I've I've heard. I haven't put my eyeballs to it, but you're talking about Maniac. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The so. whole, yeah, it was great. It's on my Plex. <laughs> you, should, you should see it. <laughs> yeah, it's on my Plex. Yeah, it's all, the whole movie is like shot from his perspective. So the only time you actually see him is in Reflections. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so you while you were deep into his blue eyes at uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, busy signing this. Elijah nice. Wood lands lead villain role in the Toxic Avenger reboot and new log line exclusive. Yeah. So the, the, you saw who's going to be Toxie though, right? I did not. Who's it? Okay. What do you mean? Okay. It's not Peter Dinklage. That's what it's. That's what they say. No. Uh, so it says uh, their legendary pictures is setting out to reboot the cult classic, the Toxic Avenger. Which I mean, I'm a fan of uh, 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 Lloyd's work and like yeah. that. When you know, He's when I when I I know he is, but like. Like I, I forget who I was talking to, but we're like, are they gonna give you like that, you know, that polish, you know, like that look? Or are they gonna give you like that? They try to stay with that '90s, you know, New York feel type of deal, yeah. you know, like you know, and car flipping over every every time there's a car flipping over, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, because like those movies all have certain qualities to them where like you said you know there's shit going on in the background are they actually going to give us like a a teenage mutant ninja turtle part two type of deal you know what i mean where you know with with the toxic and all that shit and uh, you know but Uh, we'll see i mean i i have hope i I don't know why i have hope but i do elijah wood is set to co-star alongside the previously announced peter dinklage and jacob tremblay as the film's villain, a corrupt executive, and Winston's boss who aims to go toe-to-toe with the Toxic Avenger. Okay. So, here's the description of the character Elijah is set to play. Uh, Bob Garbinger, 40 to 50 years old, Leonine hair, and eerie plastic surgery. Okay, so they're going to fuck his face up. Nice. Uh, So, that already sounds fucking cool. 
yeah. uh, evil head of the shady company Garb X. He has no regard for the <laughs> he has no regard for the well being of anyone but himself and embarks on a murderous spree to become as powerful as Toxie. His ego is bolstered by his standing amongst the town's official, but uh, in reality, he lives in fear of the underworld gang he's indebted to. So, hmm. That's right there, Peter Dinklage. I'm telling you. Maybe, yeah, maybe well, it says here, Peter Dinklage has been officially cast in the lead role. So, Walsh will play his son. Okay. He's a fantastic actor. He so. is, and he played, I mean, he was a giant in the, the new Marvel movie. I forget which one it was, Guardians yeah, of the maybe, Galaxy. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll just make him look like a giant dwarf. With metal hands? I don't know. Well, he, why he, Why does he have to have metal hands? Well, I mean, some of the I mean, some of the, the tricks of the trade to make Toxie look so big in the movie was all the under, like, shots, like, you know, the low angle shots. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll just do a bunch of those. Yeah, a lot of, they'll put a lot like force perspective, like they did in yeah. the gate. We consecrate this ground, this world of light. We curse the abominations of darkness. We block the passage of evil. May the old devils depart. May they burn in the fires of their own damnation. May they freeze in the infinite cold and darkness of their own hideous creation. Isn't that kind of insulting? I'm hoping that uh, it'll be all right. I mean, well, that's the I thing. Know. I mean, you're. T- I mean, they've had big names attached to their stuff over the years, but like, I mean, a name like Elijah Wood, who is he's well, a that, huge he's, he's a huge horror buff fan, and you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure about the involvement of like ownership or whatever, but Spectre Vision mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know. But yeah, so I yeah. mean. But the thing is, a lot of the, a lot of the big names that have been attached to trauma stuff in the past, it was before they were big. So this is like, you know, as far as I know, like one of the first ones where like a big name is getting involved in a new title, yeah, um, or or a reboot. But yeah, you know, like like Kevin Costner was in trauma movies, but it was yeah, before yeah. he was anything. Yeah. Sam Jackson's same deal. Um, I don't know. I mean, and the good thing is too is I'm sure that there's going to be some money, yeah. you know, so maybe that'll help him. With some other stuff, like the I know Shakespeare Shitstorm's coming out. Yeah, that's been that. that's been coming out for a while. They um they just uh, premiered it at uh, Troma Dance. Okay. Um, yeah, like just like two weeks ago, I would say Zach Amico oh, right. directed it. So he um he's been talking about it on uh, Real Ass Podcast, and um he was on Legion of Skanks recently, and he he mentioned it. But um yeah yeah so, so. that's that. Yeah, that's that. So look out for Elijah Wood being a uh, plastic surgeon face bad guy. I mean, he was a good bad guy in uh, Sin City. So exactly, I, I mentioned that to to Wolfie. We we're talking about it. It's like oh, I don't know. I'm like, even though he, you know, he, he just didn't say creepy. shit. He didn't say right. shit. He was creepy as all shit. Yeah. Like in in that movie. You're familiar with what we do in the shadows. Oh yes, I absolutely love it. So I guess it's getting a. Uh, its own bloody spin-off. Yeah, it's the uh the, the paranormal group from season two. Yeah. So Wellington Paranormal comes to the CW though next month. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. The FX series. Uh expanded uh upon with the spin-off Wellington Paranormal focused on the film's easily manipulated police officers Mike Minogue and Karen O'Leary. 
Uh, so from obviously creators Taika Taika Waititi and Jermaine mm-hmm. Clement, the series premiered in New England back in 2018, but it's now getting a U.S. release. Okay, so Wellington has been acquired by HBO Max. They're getting everything, oh. dude. And the CW, and the series will premiere on the CW on July 11th, and then it'll be available on HBO Max the next day. So. Hmm. So it says here the half-hour series follows the aforementioned duo, as well as Corey Gonzalez McCure's Nick as they try to keep Wellington safe from various spooky beasties. So yeah, I mean, I, if I liked if I liked that, I like I might like this. Yeah, I mean, they I know that they're either already filming or they've already filmed season three of what we do in the shadows. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and it's I mean, have you seen the movie as well? I have never seen the movie. The movie's good. I think the show is way better. That's what I've heard. So that's why I have never. That's what I've heard since the inception of the show. So Mm -hmm. it's never like pushed me to go watch the movie. It made me want to go see it. Like I like so I did check it out. I mean, it was it was good, but like I'm a big Matt Barry fan, and Matt Barry's in in the the series, so and he's my favorite in the series. So I don't know. I'm a Matt Barry fan. Me me. I'm a Matt Barry man. (laughs) Matt Barry man. So yeah, so if you're into that, check that out. That's coming uh, sometime in July to the CW. WB. WB. <laughs> oh. Wasn't that some, like Chappelle show when they made fun of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, no swearing on my profile. No hex, no fricks, no double-decker dicks. Okay. The Whispers in the Woods. Starts filming in July of 2021. You like David Lynch. I like David Lynch. So it says here, The Whispers in the Woods by Jeff Payne. Uh, starts filming his latest short, The Whisper in the Woods. Uh, says the story will center around two backpackers who go out on a camping trip. Uh, one friend drags the other out to try and help her get over her father's death. They mistakenly get off trail and wander into a blind witch and her den of horrors. It will be a massive struggle for the both of them to stay alive and quiet. So it says I'm heavily pulling influences from David Lynch's work, as well as Insidious, The Grudge, The Witch, and Dead Silence, throwing in that vintage tastiness and shaking it all around. <laughs> Meet up motion, everybody. Yeah, so it says this will be another horror-driven piece guided by themes of sadness and regret. To me... Horror is scarier when you can relate with the characters and the real-life experiences that people go through. I've got an amazing cast and crew ready to start filming at the end of July. Says Jeff Payne. Uh, Jeff Payne is also known for the Pale Face Lady collection of shorts and highly acclaimed Jason vs. Michael fan film. I don't think I've seen that. No, me either. But, uh, I mean, those are good influences, you know what I mean? So if you can pull off The Grudge... Was very uh, foreboding. The witch, mm. uh, very sad to me. I know you hated that movie. Well, I still, it's still one of those movies I have to give another shot to. Uh, Dead Silence, I believe, is the grandma with the with the puppets, right? Yeah, the the um, ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, yeah. And then Insidious, you know, we got a lot of fucking. I yeah, I liked Insidious. Yeah, Insidious was good. Um, and then I guess you would shake it all around. You do that. 
you do the horror pokey, and then you get a movie. So, <laughs> so check that out. Uh, it says they're going to start filming in July, so it'll probably be out by next summer. Probably. That's usually how these these things work, right? Mm. You do them, then you, you shop them year. around, then you wait a year. Yeah, you know, or two, or five. I have come to claim what is mine. Well, all right. With that, don't forget to hit up Woochie.com, though, for uh, pro-quality prosthetics. If you're looking to make a movie and you need some uh, special effects makeup, uh, they're doing that all year round. So use special discount code Mandy Strange for 15% off your entire order. So go make a movie, fucker. <laughs> And now for our feature presentation. I don't think of me and my men as a cult, Mr. James. Rather, I think of us as a group of individuals with beliefs, a subculture, if you will. Do you believe in the devil, Mr. James? Where the devil inevitably lives within us all. Jill's got the snake. Julia's got the flute. Alone, they have nothing. But together, they have a secret weapon to fight the darkness. On this episode, we were going to cover the amusement park. George Romero's newest, uh, I guess, unearthing. Yes. Uh, One of two supposedly coming so that's on shutter right now uh quickly that was awesome um at some point we will be covering that in full detail i thought it was cool what you think i liked it i mean it's it's uh it's completely it's like an art house film completely yeah. it's not yes. if, you're, if you're looking for like a good storyline in a in a you know whatever i mean it's it's there but it's not at the same time i found it very jarring yeah yeah and yeah. off-putting but uh yeah Considering that it was, you know, why it was made. Yeah. So. You know, but yeah. Uh, go, so call your grandparents. Call your old parents. I can't because uh, my grandparents were dead before I was born. So thanks for bringing uh, it up. Sorry. R.I.P. <laughs> I don't even know their names. You, me, you just made me feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so at some point we will be covering that. And maybe, maybe not. But uh, it was cool. I liked it. Uh, so, but anyway, so we, uh, we shifted gears and then we're like, Hey, let's, uh, I haven't done that, uh, this on in a while. And uh, I think the last time you were on, or one of the times you were on, we did some shorts as mm. well. Um, cause you know, on your show, you do a lot of independent, yeah. uh, horror films and that, that kind of stuff. But like, I, I really like shorts because when you're creating, a storyline like so one of the shorts in here for tonight is a minute long mm-hmm. so like what can you tell in the time that you have allotted yourself because you know some of these shorts haven't included in time specific you know like festivals like 60 minute shorts yeah you know or or horror under 10 minutes type of deal whatever i don't know i made the last one up but that's probably some it's sort probably of something yeah 
but uh you know i i like i like to see what people can do is with with such a little little bit of time because you know a lot of people gripe especially the new army of the dead oh, it's too long he's, he's too long too many long zombies oh there's too many minutes <laughs> I like less minutes in my movie. You should have made this a short. Can you make this a, a, a not nearly as long? So anyway, so we decided we're like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, let's let's talk about some shorts. And uh, coincidentally, I was already gonna bring a a, a a short because I got one of them that's on on for tonight is uh, called Cult Affairs. Um, it was sent to me by a dude named Nate Thompson. Anyways, we'll talk more about that when we get there. But the first one on the docket is uh, Tuck Me In, which um, I don't know. I feel like this is the one that's one minute, by the way. Yeah, this is also the one that has been done. Before. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. I was like, and, I've seen this. Yeah, and it's it's actually there's a there's a movie that we just had the director. Uh, let me get his name real quick. Yeah. So uh, this uh, one, this one for Tuck Me In. Uh, from Spain, uh, short horror thriller. Uh, says Alex asked his father to tuck him in, but that's not the only thing he asked for. So it kind of like uh, like you said, we've seen it before. Uh, it's from director Ignacio Rodo, and uh, written by Juan J Ruiz, um, and Ignacio Rodo, uh, and it stars Lucas Chardon and Mark Chardon, son and father, mm-hmm. in real life. But uh, yeah, I mean. Not much to not spoil about it. It's a minute long. The yeah. little kid does ask his father to tuck him in. And then when he says, you know, he's about to leave the room, he tells his father, like, he reminds him, like, hey, you didn't check under the bed. And when he checks under the bed, dun, 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 there's mm-hmm. this kid. And then, you know, then he looks up at the kid laying in bed and then it fades to black. So it's right. like, which one is his kid, right? And what's going to be happening here? But what's the one that you? So yeah, there's a movie uh, that came out 2017 called uh, The Hatred. Yeah, and it's uh, director Michael Cahill. Yep. We actually we had him on a couple weeks back uh, for a short film called 99 Problems. It was it was a really cool, really cool short. It's like 15 minutes, okay. um, but it, it's it, it it was really good. Um, but yeah, so I, I watched The Hatred after that. And if you watch the trailer for The Hatred, that scene is in the trailer. And it's just, it's done very well. Um, but uh, Except, yeah. is that the, it's a little girl though. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I did see and, that. And like, it's, it's, she's just like, just check under the bed. And then she's just like, that's not me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then when you go up, it's like a different face and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what I mean, it, it's been done. I mean, it's, it's been done. I'm sure many times before this, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. check out the comments underneath the video. They're like, yeah, great. He has twins. You know, and then other people are like, and then next, thing you know, the real father walks in and he's like, what's going on? Oh, a, I didn't even read the, comment, the, the comment. comments under that. Oh, wait, I don't even have kids. So <laughs> yeah. with, uh, the guy remembered he had twins and he hit them with the belt. Yeah. Uh, so, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. Yeah, it's your twin brother, Bob. <laughs> Bob, get out of here. This is not your room. Uh, Alex's dad enters the room only to find someone else tucking his son. <laughs> and then suddenly there was some noise downstairs. It was actually Alex and his dad. 
who just got home. And suddenly the home phone rang, which came from the real Alex's dad driving home to tuck him in. And suddenly the home phone rang, which came from Alex in his dad's real house. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, going deep right there. Uh, and one person's like, I can write a better movie in one sentence. And he just said, uh, I'm, I just saw my my reflection blink in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, like, that is pretty creepy. Yeah. Oh, my name is Barry Allen, and I'm the fastest toddler alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, it looks, but that's the thing, like, yeah, sure, we can, it, it's, you know, because, yeah, it is, it is such a short premise that you can. Yeah. Tear it apart, or whatever you know, and like you said, it's been done before. But well, for the, me, the comments that people were leaving weren't negative, they're just no, being no. Funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, but for me, it's shot well. Uh, I like the, the like the aesthetic of it, you know, it's got like a nice haze wash to it, uh, mm-hmm. muted colors, you know what I mean? Uh, dynamic lighting, you know, with practical yeah. lighting in the room. So, I mean, it's believable that it is. A dad tucking his kid into the bed and then his kid's under the bed. <laughs> Daddy, there's someone in my bed. <laughs> the, the only thing I can say is that kid, he's faster than he can act. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, kid is not an actor. Nah. But, you know, whatever. He's his son. Yeah. So I did enjoy that. Tuck me in. It's got 6.2 million views. Mm. So on a... Uh, and that's it's under a, a, a page on YouTube called Film Minute. They won an award for it, so it's awesome. So it says here on the uh, IMDb page, it was remade as a Reaper Tales Monster Under the Bed in 2015, which is it looks like sometimes the monsters are closer than we like to think. It looks like a uh, like an episodic hmm. horror story type deal. So. I mean that's cool. I mean, I, I I know other shorts that have been turned into full features off of just like small little treatments. Uh, yep. I think Mama was one of them. Lights yeah. Out was another one. Yep. Um, actually, uh, Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid. You know, if you got some uh, cool idea and you could tell, like you can world build in you know on a six to fifteen minute thing that, you know, you could showcase your idea your eye for, you know, the visuals and all that kind of stuff, especially because, like, shorts are two to three people, you know what I mean, depending on, because, I mean, some as we go down the list, some of these shorts, they get higher in production value, um, you know, and, and more people involved. But, yeah, Tuck Me In wasn't bad uh, for, you know, like I said, it's 2014, so it's kind of old in Internet standards. Yeah. So um, I agree it wasn't bad, but out of the group of them, it was probably my least favorite. Yeah, correct. I, I can say that. I, I can uh, agree with that. All right, so check that out if you want to know what the hell we're talking about. It'll two minutes of your time. Exactly. Look, searching for it and watching it. Searching for it, watching it, and then reading the comments below. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got in your pocket, bro? Come here. Huh? What you got in your pocket? Oh, shit, a cat. Make a what so- you got? Make a sure you get home safe. <laughs> get your ass in lost in post in the post in the post yeah lost in the post i couldn't find um their imdb unless i typed it in wrong that time because i said it wrong 
Uh, but it says here, an estranged husband and father goes to surreal and desperate lengths to win back his family's attention. So it says, Lost in the Post by James Roberts. Uh, credited here, it says, directed by J.W. Roberts, written by James Hamilton, starring Craig Cranis. Uh, and then, like, you know, this is, you know, like the other one only had, like, you know, two people. This one has one person on film, on frame. Um, but, yeah, it's got cinematographer, practical effects, score and sound design, editing and grading, title design, special thanks, all that kind of stuff. So um, this one, uh, this one is, I liked it. It had some, like, dark Towards the humor side. Yeah, like a dark humor to it because, yeah. like, yeah, this guy's doing proof of life shots opening. That's the kind of the opener of it. He's doing a proof yeah. of life, uh, you know, picture uh, with the newspaper, but he's missing fingers. And then you realize, right. like, it's all staged. Yeah. And then he's, it's, it's, he's trying to get his he's trying to get his wife back by pretending that he's been kidnapped. Yeah. And uh, his ransom is 40, 40 bucks. Pounds. 40 yeah. bucks. So it's like, and, dude, like, yeah, he's he's cutting off body parts to to mail to his wife, and he's mentioning that he's going to be paying more in postage than he, than his ransom is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and then you know she hasn't responded, so that's where the title comes in. It's a lot, you know. He's like, oh, it must have got lost in the post. Yeah, must have. Yeah, which I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, because he's having thoughts of like, oh, maybe she didn't want me back, you know, and then, you know, when she told me to get lost, maybe she meant it, and then. You know, but I thought about it with logic. Mm. I'll just kidnap myself and cut off my fucking fingers and mail them to her. Yeah. She'll take me back, Dad. So, like, I mean, it's it's a crazy premise. Yeah. You know, to see, like, the whole thing, like, unfold. Like, he's trying to write with two fingers, like, chopsticks, and he can't. Yeah. And then, like, it's just a scribble. And then it says, well, I guess lost in the post. Probably. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, with that penmanship, of course, no one's gonna know really. to deliver that to. In the uh, when the when the phone call comes in, the uh, that operator is phenomenal. Yeah, press, like, press one for fraud, press two for anti-fraud. Yeah. Press three yeah. to talk to another customer. Yeah, yeah. Then one of them, he actually says, like, press whatever to talk to Kevin. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but that's the thing, like, you know, and. and I, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, this one's uh, three minutes, almost three, three and a half minutes. You know, like he answers it like, oh, my God, Susan, I've been kidnapped. And yeah. then he realizes it's the, you know, <laughs> the voice. So he just starts hacking away. And then that's it leaves the room with him. Like, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to continue on with the, you know, because to him. The response is coming. It's just stuck right. in the mail. Yeah, and when he, you know, gets her back, then he's gonna have no fingers. Yeah, so. he's just gonna be nubs. Yeah, good old nubs. Yeah. But you know, this is this is one that I I couldn't see ex being expanded on. No. Yeah. This, this is a short, and that's all it's meant meant yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. It lives and dies right here. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, so, I mean, we've seen we've seen self harm angled movies where you know to like you know uh manipulate people into doing certain things so like that trope is not 
you know, it's not lost on other films, but like, yeah, this particular thing, like, it lives and dies in this basement. Like, this dude's could hack away his legs, all his limbs, so he's just a fucking torso for all I give a shit because, like, <laughs> the premise is wonky as fuck. Dude, you know, that was, I was looking at some stuff because I was trying to, so in the comments again, you know, because people are fucking hilarious. Someone says here, he literally asked for 40 quid. A real kidnapper would ask for much higher amounts. She knows it's him and that he's nuts. And she's just like, fuck that. <laughs> you know? When you started reading that comment, I'm like, these people don't get the point. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, but they're completely right. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you're done with that comment. So it says, uh, what is this? Uh, it says, I mean, that's one way to get your wife back, or you could try finding another one. You know? Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, this one, like you said, it's, uh, it lives and dies here. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the only reason why I would say this is, you know, better than Tuck Me In is, I mean, the acting and the production quality. Yeah. Yeah. The production is, Definitely looks way more cinematic. It's got a, a good, good haze. I like the bokeh. I'm trying to get real technical here with this. This is, mm. this, this is the stuff Ryan hates talking about. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, oh, look at the queen. He hates, he hates <laughs> that you're talking about this stuff. Meanwhile, dude's supposed to be making a movie. Look at look no. at look at this creamy bokeh. I don't care about those things. I just want this. Big 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 movie. That's it. But yeah, no, it's got good feel. Yeah, good mm -hmm. lighting. That practical lighting over him, washing him mm -hmm. over with the uh, distant darkness in the corners and stuff. But it's like illuminating, like I am stuck in my own world. Yeah. So like, it is what it is. So like, I will die here. Literally. Because yeah. I'm killing myself. Yeah, I'm killing myself little by little. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's on Alter, which is a great channel for shorts on YouTube, if you're not familiar with it. Um, so it's lost in the post. I like that one. I like, I do yeah. like that one because it does have dark. It's not yeah. like, ha 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 funny, but it's like, it's like yeah. absurd. It's, it's absurd. Yeah. And it's meant to be. Yeah. The next one here is a 2 AM, the smiling man. This one's got, uh, it's from 2013. Um, I initially picked it out just because of the name. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of intrigued about. You know, the time and then the smiling man. Because mm -hmm. I've seen some other short where it was like a more demonic looking smiling man. When I thought that maybe this had the same thing here. But uh, it says here, while walking home late one night, man notices another man walking as well. Only this man has an eerie smile. What are his intentions? So this one's 2013. But it says it's uh, for trivia. It says it's based off a true story on the Let's Not Meet subreddit page. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask Leo, him and his Reddit. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, that, that old chestnut? Yeah. yeah. Um, he'll he'll know more about, about that stuff. I don't know Reddit too much. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, this guy is walking down the street, just like it says here in the, uh, in the synopsis. And yeah. then uh, tap dancing... Uh, yeah, this dude's dancing up to him at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, his, it's like a reverse Riddler, mm. almost right. Yeah. Like a like a one of the what's his name? Uh, one of the tap dancing dudes from Sesame Street. One of the Glover Glover dude. 
Danny Glover? No, not Danny Glover. He's too old for that. He's too old for that. I'm too old for that. Anyways, so he's tap dancing. And yeah, sure as shit, like, you know, some if you're walking home at 2 a.m., you're still, you're, oh, yeah. you're already, towards you. yeah. yeah, you're already weary. Like, either this fucking raccoon with man hands is going to come out and fucking grab, <laughs> grab your fucking ankles, you know, or you're going to meet, you know, some random acts of violence, you know, depending on the area. And, uh, but you never think you're going to encounter a bizarro Riddler tap dancing smiling up at the moon that's exactly what this guy encountered uh i mean we got sean simon plays the roamer which is the walker yeah and then we got paul fultz uh who plays the smiling man um but yeah that's pretty much it yeah and well he he sees him he crosses the street to just be like all right dude how about it you know whatever that dude's like just staring at him from across the street and all of a sudden he's on that same sidewalk yeah in front of yeah. him, isn't it? In front? No, he's on the other side. He's not. He's, on, he's behind him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he's just like, "What do you want?" And he's watching us and waiting. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? But then I was like, "Wait, did he get a running start to the jump scare?" <laughs> yeah. Because like, yeah, he's walking. You know, he crosses the street. He gives him a weird, like a weird look, like "All right, you fucking weirdo," and then he's just like smiling <laughs> for bottom, bottom. Te- he was a bottom teeth smiler. Yep. He had the fucking teeth out. And yeah, he's down at the edge of the street, and uh, starts you know, running at him. <laughs> he goes, "What do you want?" And he goes, walks off, and then yeah, he fucking runs full fucking speed at him, and then. He goes around the block, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, whew. He's waiting for him to make that round, and then it's fucking boom. When he turns up, he's right there fucking. Let me show you something! What the hell are you talking about? Say you've got Ben Vereen on the table. <laughs> he's been on the highway playing chicken charge with a Winnebago. You're trying to put the puzzle back together again when somebody says, hey, whoa. Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. It was effective. I mean, you know, it looks like it was done for very little money, but they, they were able to pull it off. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, it, it, it made its point well, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I did. I did. I mean, and that's the thing is this this kind of thing technically could be expanded on. Yeah. Yeah. Smiling Man type of deal. I mean, he could do uh, an homage to Michael Myers and the bed sheets with that kid. Smiley man, look at him. Hey, mm. you know. But uh, I mean, this is the thing. Yeah. It's the Reddit, right? It's because it's the Reddit thing. So there's mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, animations, obviously, and uh, there's some other stuff called the Jester. Uh, there's even a smiling woman. So I mean, there's a there's a universe for this. You know what I mean? That this was created from. So I mean, I imagine that there's a lot of like you know different scenarios made up you know like one story probably can include a group of friends not just by yourself so it's like more yeah. of a immersive storytelling you know what i mean but yeah i shot well you know it's low light it's outside so i mean i don't they think they, everything so they, they, yeah. they knew what they were doing yeah so 
Uh, there was one point where you could you could tell that he was being lit from you know to like, mm-hmm. light him up so you could see him better. But when he went around the corner, because that that looks like that area was darker. Mm-hmm. But uh, I liked it. I mean, like you said, this looks like it could be expanded upon. Um, you know, so I mean, but. I feel like it could also end there because I mean, is yeah. why is he why is he chasing him down? Is he smiling at him like then like he makes him disappear? Like is he about to kidnap him? Does he throw him in the trunk of a car? You know what I mean? I guess so. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Tell me more because I guess yeah. I just answer my own questions. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Tell me more. Uh. Comments. Random guy walking alone at night. Smiling man. And I took that personally. Is that what it says? Yeah. It, it, that's a whole one comment? Yeah. So it says, it's in bold, like, you know, what is happening? Random guy walking alone at night. And then the reason why the smiling man is, is trying to get closer to him is because he took it personal. Oh. Walking alone. But now he's not. Uh, so it says, uh, someone else says, this was brilliant. No gore, no jump scares, no monsters. Just a creepy man smiling and dancing weirdly. My kind of horror. I don't, I mean, the, the, technically the last, you know, viewing of the smiling man would be, I would consider that a jump scare. Yeah. So I'm going to comment on that comment and be like, you don't know what you're talking about there. Well, Sit man, down, cancel your account. Read a Clive Barker book, why don't you? Yeah. Smiling man's always been a female. Why is it a man? <laughs> Why is smiling it? man? Obviously, it's a woman. Yeah. The biggest question is what does he do when he catches the victims? Right? Right? Bing bong? That's the name. <laughs> right, bing bong. Bing bong. I have the same question. So it says he seems to not have any weapons on him, so he either kills you barehanded or just genuinely enjoys scaring people. What the hell do you want? Takes a step closer and whispers. Would you like to talk about our Lord and Savior? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, Smiling Man, 2013. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Currently sitting at 12.9 million views. Nice. Uh, he's got uh, something else called uh, his entry into the quarantine challenge. If you click on it. Uh, within these walls, quarantine horror challenge, seven minutes. Uh, it says, while in quarantine, a father and son make a discovery that turns their world upside down. There's another kid under the bed. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> I'm not quarantining. Can you tuck me in? I'm not quarantining. <laughs> oh, man. So go check that out. Smiling man. I think these next two really bump up production. Yeah. Story. Uh, and just like full on aesthetic. I like both, I, yeah, both of them are very, you know, expandable. Yeah. Both of them. So this one uh, that we're going to open up, uh, you know, second to last here is called Snake Dick. Uh, so it says here, uh, 2020, short. Uh, it's about eight minutes. Uh, it says Jill's got the snake. Julia's got the flute. Alone, they have nothing. But together, they have a weapon to fight the darkness. Uh, so it's by, uh, by director David Mamude, uh, written by him as well. 
It stars Poppy Drayton, Micah Fitzgerald, Ross Francis, uh, amongst other people. Because uh, I think there's only four, right, total? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's only four. Uh, so we got Hillbilly Joe, Hillbilly Earl, Jill and Julia. Uh, so it says a neo-noir short about two females driving through the desert when their car breaks down at a gas station. They are hounded by two hillbillies. Tensions escalate and tables quickly turn when the girls reveal they are not traveling alone. Right off the rip, I love the way the movie looked. Mm-hmm. I like the the neon lights, the haze, like all that shit. The fucking how it panned in and all that stuff. It looked like how we were saying in the beginning, like cinematic. Yeah, like we're just getting a small glimpse into a bigger world. Right, like this is it, this is be. established. Right. I mean, it, it like even had the vibe almost like it could have been like, like in death proof, like it could have been, yeah. you know, something that was included in that. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it looked, it looked great. I mean, and yeah, I mean, even the snake looked great. Yeah. That was, I was going to say like, uh, you know, I was looking at it while we were watching and I'm like, okay, I could shit talk that, but I'm like, but there's no yeah, reason to be PG, but it, yeah. it's, it's it has to be. Well. And that's the thing. Like, it's seedy enough. It has like a tangibleness to it that translated, you know, uh, from watching it, you know, off of YouTube here. But like I was saying, it has like good handheld, like cinematography, all that stuff. And like the story is bananas on its own. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, they turn the tables on the dudes cause they're cat calling them and like all this shit. Um, and, uh, you know, like, I really liked that one of them was, like, a really sleazy dude, and then the other guy was, like, you know, a uh, laid-back, like, let's see what happens type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, yeah, he's talking shit to her, and, and then he ends up, you know, like, he says, like, I made you come with one finger. Yeah. Imagine my whole hand. Yeah. And then she pulls out a fucking pistol, and then he goes, yep. whoa, I was just fucking around. And then, you know, because I don't know, like, like the first other shorts, like, I felt like they've been around for a while. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give too much away on this one because uh, I do want people to see it because it just came out on the Internet uh, March 8th, 2021. Mm-hmm. It's on Alter. But, um, yeah, what happens, you know, in it was cool. I thought, like, I felt like the story of, like, joining forces type of deal like you know like the line says you know alone you got nothing but when you combine you're more powerful you know what i mean i want to know how they found each other yeah and that's one of the questions because it's like it's like how do you know that you what you have doesn't work until you meet with somebody else and then like you realize that like you know like fuck you know because like i mean it says jill's got the snake julia's got the flute alone they have nothing but but I, I just wanted people to, to see it. So. Yeah, it's it's uh it is a good time. You should definitely check it out. I mean yeah. it's seven, eight minutes, right? Yeah. You know, but it's got the eighties fucking music too, that retro fucking it's uh yeah, I like I liked it a lot. I liked it yeah. a lot, actually. So and like you said, because uh, I mean at the end, or I'm not gonna give the meat and potatoes, but at the end they drive off and it looks like they're going to kinda like the question I had of with Willie's Wonderland, which was, 
where was the janitor going? Mm. You know what I mean? Because, like, Willie's was just a stop on his way. So I was like, like, where are these girls headed to now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, obviously, this is just a short stop, you know, to, yep. you know, they're on their path. Yeah, really like it. Very cinematic for a short, you know, and it was obviously a little bigger budget, even yeah. even more so than than the uh, the last one that we're going to talk about. Like, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So yeah, because it's got cinematographer Chris Saul, uh, written, directed, and edited by the same person, David Mamoudi. Uh, but yeah, it's got a lot more people involved because you got VFX, digital composer, art director, costume designer. Makeup, sound mixer, first AC, steady cam, like the list mm. got bigger and bigger as we went through these. You know what I mean? So, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, this from uh, Gunpowder? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check it out. Snake Dick. Uh, check out this Snake Dick. I got that Snake Dick, yo. Yeah, it's on Alter. That's the easiest way to find it. Or you can go on uh, Twitter.com, Snake Dick Film. <laughs> Be careful what you type on the internet, though, because... Where's your Snake Dick? Uh, crazy credits, though. The Snake Dick is... Uh, him plays himself. Oh, nice. Oh, man. All right, so the last one, like I said, this got sent to me by a uh, dude uh, off of uh, Facebook... Nate Thompson, he's uh, making the rounds on Facebook, like uh, the groups, filmmaker groups that I follow. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was asking, you know, like who reviews films and this and that wants, you know, get some uh, some reviews done for his film. So I just commented like, yeah, I, you know, I do a podcast. Then he hit me up, you know, private message. And he sent it to me. Uh, so Cult Affairs, uh, 2021, six minutes long. Uh, it says here, following a business arrangement gone wrong, Mr. James is brought before the very cult that he crossed to figure out a proper solution. It's on the inside where they realize that the devil truly lives. So written and directed by him. I believe he also stars in it. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's the cult leader. Hmm. Uh, Mr. James is played by a dude named Nigel Sejimundo. Uh oh, and then, right. then you got the uh, T-Rup, who's cult follower number two, and then Joshua Moore. So another four, you know, four cast ensemble. Um, right off the rip, when this dude sent it to me, I went on IMDb, as I do oftentimes, just to see if there's you know pictures or posters. And you know, I didn't watch it yet. Um, when I hit him back up, I was like, I was like, dude, I just checked out your, the IMDB for the, for the short, really digging the aesthetics of the poster. I'm really digging the aesthetics of the stills that you have up on there. You know, I'm hoping that this is good. He goes, well, you know, I hope that you enjoy it. Blah, blah, blah. I thought that this thing was fucking awesome. I agree. I had to crank, I had to crank it up. Yeah. Uh but the, the only the, the best thing of that is when he flips out for like a second. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, so I'm, I don't know if that was on purpose. I don't but, know. Maybe I'll ask but, him. Yeah, but it, it was a uh, it was that was effective for sure. Yeah. 
was like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. It was like his version of uh, Gary Oldman in The Professionals. Back mm. Everyone. Yeah. And, but, uh, that, yeah. and that, that scene, too, because it wasn't just it wasn't just audio. The room fucking lit up mm. as well when he yelled. So it was like that whole change of, like, I guess atmosphere. Because, like, this is, to me, uh, I'm practicing and all this stuff and, like, learning this, these new cameras I got and all this stuff. And, like, one of the things I've been trying to, like learn more about and like and i when i say learn i mean more like experiment but this like low light like fucking practical light one light in the room shooting stuff so like for this this was like visually to me it was like awesome you yeah. know what i mean like uh, yeah I, I agree i mean and like uh they really were able to make it like almost bring it to another level with the use of like fog and everything. Like yeah. it was, just, it was just done very effectively and like it made it, 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 it brought it up a notch. I think yeah. Like, it, yeah. like I'm sure that if it was just a dark room with a single light, it wouldn't have nearly. No, that haze, that, that haze is key, you yeah. know, cause there's like one of the stills here I'm looking at, you know, he's smoking a cigarette and it's backlit, you know, Alfred, you know, Hitchcock, Mm -hmm. style you know silhouetted and it's just the the light behind him bouncing off the wall and then just the candle in front of him to create the depth mm -hmm. of that and i thought that like i'm like and then and then also on top of that creating another more even closer foreground with an over-the-shoulder shadow another silhouette so it's like you're in a dark dimly lit room but you could tell that the room goes yeah you know what i mean like there's a force on the other end of it, it, it it's obvious that they they thought about it yeah. like this was this was obviously planned like it's you know yeah it's, it's not so. just it's, yeah it's not just like i'm gonna set a camera up and whatever we'll see how it comes up yeah yeah no i dig the poster um mm -hmm. you know it's very cut and dry uh shows you exactly what you're getting into you know it's some macabre shit because I mean even the, the the some of the the stuff that he's saying in there is like you know we're not a cult the subculture you know mm -hmm. what I mean we believe what we believe you know what I mean and how it ended too I'm not gonna give away the ending but how it was fucking like the tension that was there till the action was taken I was just Yeah, was, that's the thing too. Like he, like uh, even the, like it was just like a droning, like the whole time, and it really just helped build the yeah. suspense and everything. Yeah, the sound design, yeah, it's definitely on point. Yeah, because they had that, like a hum. Yeah, but it was like wow, wow. Yeah. It was like yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool. And looking at his IMDb, he's only like directed two things that have been released, and one of them's in pre-production right now. Well, there's a third one in pre-production. It's a documentary, but yeah, that's that's impressive. I mean, obviously he's a fan of uh, of film, and yeah. uh, you know he's he's soaked in what he's seen, so that's good. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is in the short here is when it's a 
from underneath when he's talking and like mm-hmm. the lights flickering behind him but it's like just like a warping going around his head mm-hmm. when he's talking about like uh you know that the town has labeled me and my men cult and it's like i don't think of me and my men as a cult mr james you know it's just like there's there's way much more there than like we're yeah. being told and like so like i would love like this is one of those things where like this i would love to see this get many eyes on it and then like because i've seen some that you know like laura laura hasn't slept um that's another one that you know was progressively getting making the rounds and then it got picked up by paramount and it's being made but that that's just a small little picture as lou temple in it i don't know if you know him um and uh but yeah it's such a like there's so much to tell like why is mr james in this room like where does mr james come from like yeah, who the fuck because of, yeah, because of like a business thing what, what is the what's, deal what's the business chili what are we doing like what's you know what i mean like what's going on here i don't know it's just yeah i would like to see more from this dude from nate so i'm For definitely real. definitely gonna hit him up so but yeah cult affairs uh it's on youtube right now um let's get these numbers up so yeah Nate Thompson, and like you said, he's got a IMDb's got some other stuff coming up. But uh, yeah, I mean, this was all these, all these were great in the regard of like people took the chance, had an idea, boom, put it to paper, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, put it on film and put it up online. You know what I mean? So like, it's not a lot of shit talking in that regard. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll shit talk all day to fucking a Hollywood it, movie, yeah, big budget stuff because yeah. they know better. Yeah. But like, you know, this it said on IMDb. I think this cost like two grand. Oh, really? Yeah, to make you know. So I'm assuming maybe lights, fog machines, fucking you know, lunch, renting, renting a lens or you know or two, you know. So, but yeah, all these were awesome, you know, and uh, they delivered. I think. I agree. So. I agree. I agree. I concur, sir. That's correct. Yeah. So, uh, Cult Affairs. What was the other one? Snake Dick. The smiling Man. Smiling Man. Lost in the Post. And uh, Tuck Me In, Daddy. But, uh, yeah. So, that's it. That's it for tonight. Kevin, thank you. Yeah, thank you for, for having uh, me. Flying co-pilot with me tonight. Word. Uh, so, yeah, guys, if you want more, you can find us on all your favorite streaming apps. Uh, follow, subscribe, leave a rating. Uh, and where uh, can people find you, man? Drop uh, Wicked Horror Show uh, every Tuesday night live on Facebook.com slash Wicked Horror Show. Yep. It's also streams live on YouTube, the Wicked Horror Show page there. Um, the audio is up uh, like roughly a week after. But um, I'm also part of Secret Underground Hideout and Black and White Fright. And all of those shows are on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Check those, guys. Check those guys out. Uh, and don't forget, you can follow us at That Strange Show on all your super-duper social media platforms. Tell your baby mama. And remember, there's no sunshine when she's gone. Because my dick is, is a snake. No, and I'm a wicked short slut. Not your best though. Because my dick is... Uh, yeah, whatever. All right. 
See ya. Bye.